It's good to see all of you all this day. I read a great quote this week. It was put out by our Episcopal Church on some social media. The quote was this. Every Eucharist is the celebration that God puts on to welcome us home. The only question that matters and the one that answers all the rest is this. Will you partake of the Feast of Faith? It's contributed to an Episcopal priest named Charles Hoffaker, and it's a pretty good quote. Every Eucharist is the celebration that God puts on to welcome us home. The only question that matters and the one that answers all the rest is this. Will you partake of the Feast of Faith? Today's gospel is at least the third week in the bread stories. I've lost count. And let's remind ourselves that all of these bread stories that we've been talking about are in response to explaining that great miracle of the feeding of the 5,000. That time when 5,000 people followed Jesus up on top of a mountain for healing and it became night and they were hungry and Jesus took five loaves and two fish and blessed it and broke it and multiplied it and gave it to the people. We've talked about how in that feeding of the 5,000, which could be a miracle in and of itself, that there have also been other miracles. That the fact that people who were different sat down in groups of 50 and ate together and shared in a common meal was one thing that we talked about. Today I want to draw attention to two other smaller miracles that I think come out of this story. One is that people showed up. And two is that people helped. I want to talk today about showing up first. The text for today says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall never be hungry. I think we'd like to think at least that the miracle of Jesus feeding us with faith or food or blessings or whatever else that is just sort of pops out of the sky and lands upon us. And I suppose to some degree that is a little bit true. But to another degree, the scripture says, whoever comes to me will never be hungry. It doesn't say whoever hears of me or thinks of me will never be hungry. It says whoever comes to me will never be hungry. Like the hemorrhaging woman that we read about a few weeks ago, or like Jairus who desperately wants to heal his daughter, all of the people on that mountain made a long trek up the mountain to meet Jesus. They showed up. They took effort to get there. In a small way, I suppose we all take effort to get here on Sunday morning to show up. Many of you I have seen after surgeries or when you're hurting or sick, take what is seemingly a long trek down this aisle to show up at our Eucharistic table. In a small way, we show up on Sunday morning. But in a big way, we have to show up to the bread of life all the time in our lives every day, through Bible study and quiet times, through moments of deep breaths when we're angry, from decisions made of love over fear, the way we work out in our own lives what our Ephesian scripture is calling us today, to speak truth and not act on anger, to share with the world, to build up instead of tear down, to put away anger and malice and be kind to one another, to be tender-hearted and forgiving. That's all work for which we have to show up for. It's hard work to get there. Now, I realize that we're extremely busy. We're all busy. This week, I was extremely busy myself. 
But last week we talked about how God is a God of abundance and never a God of scarcity. And I find myself, at least, if I offer to God in the morning or throughout the day a few minutes to tap into that bread of life, to be fed for whatever I need to be fed for, that those seemingly missing minutes in my day suddenly multiply by looking at quiet and restructuring and reorganizing for me what really matters during my day and praying to let go of the things that I have not time for, my scarce depletion of time becomes abundant. And at least for me, it's like the small miracle of the feeding of the 5,000, where those five loaves and two fish turn into a multitude of food for a multitude of people. That time, for me at least, when offered to God, is restructured and redistributed. We have to show up. Every Eucharist, or perhaps I'll add every minute of our days, is a celebration that God puts on for us to welcome us home. And the only question for us, the question that matters the most, is will we partake? Will we show up? I'm the bread of life, Jesus says, whoever comes to me shall never be hungry. In addition to showing up in a small miracle, I believe that another miracle out of the feeding of the 5,000 is giving up. I think it's not only a miracle that Jesus fed all those people. I think it's a miracle that the people who showed up were engaged and that the disciples wanted to give of their time to feed people. I mean, it could have been a long day on the mountain and Jesus could have done whatever he wanted to do. He could have sat and multiplied bread for as long as he wanted to multiply bread. But if it hadn't been for the disciples distributing it and the people who were willing to come eat, it wouldn't have been much of a miracle. If that boy hadn't have brought forth his five loaves and two fishes to share, it wouldn't have been much of a miracle. The disciples and that boy were willing to show up and give up. This can be seen in the way our whole community works together. I could show up all day long and consecrate priest hosts. But if you all aren't willing to walk down the aisle, and if we didn't have acolytes and vergers and chalice bearers to help us distribute it, the bread would just sit there forever. A few months ago, we were out at the close. Actually, it was last year at this time. And instead of using the gifts of our community, Amanda, your priest, decided that she could pack her own Eucharist and set it up for you without any help from the altar guild. Colleen and all of our altar guild members would remember a scrambled text message in the woods with no service at 10 minutes towards the time of the service saying, we have no bread. Please, Altar Guild, help. We need bread. We need you, the people of God, to set out the bread. It was a vivid reminder for me that all of us have different jobs in which we offer to God. And in order to supply the, food with, the world with food, we all need to show up and give up. The miracle does not depend on Jesus. It does not depend on your priest. It depends on all of us sharing our time, our talent, our bodies, our gifts, our beings, our offerings, our money, and finances with the world. I can talk all day about St. Patrick's being a place of worship and prayer and liturgy and openness and acceptance and love for the whole 
Pulaski County. But until you start inviting people, until you start showing up, that love and forgiveness doesn't go very far. You, disciples of Christ, you are the distributors of the loaves and fishes. You are the people that share. You are the people that make this a place of welcome and prayer for all, both when you show up and when you go into the world. This is how the miracle happens. When our pastoral care committees show up with food for those who are in the hospital or for those who are hurting, when we show up at Millshare to feed the world, the miracle of the 5,000 happens over and over again. When Gina, one of our former parishioners who now lives in Lexington, drives down during a week and takes a day off to help us paint the Fox House so that it can be more welcoming to our families this year, the miracle of abundance and the feeding of the 5,000 happens. When you give money to the discretionary fund or to the general operating fund for us to become a more welcoming place and to help feed those in Pulaski County, the miracle of the 5,000 happens over again. And none of that happens with you all, without you all, without you all showing up and giving up. Today's epistle should sound very familiar, especially the last verse in it. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and live in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Those are based on the words that I say each Sunday when I call us to offer ourselves, our lives, our money, our finances, our gifts to God. Right before we offer all of that, I say, let us walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God. It's based on the epistle reading for today. It's based on the fact that we have shown up, that we have received the bread of life, and that we are willing to give up by sharing that bread with the world. It's what happens when we come to the table to transform our hunger into abundance and remember that Christ gave himself for us. Every Eucharist, every minute, every hour, every day of our lives is the celebration that God is putting on to welcome us home. The only question is, will you take the steps to partake and share of the Feast of Faith?